Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, to the Connor Man's Answer Show, episode number 90. Today we got Hunter Jones on the show. Hunter Jones is a TikTok content creator who has a lot of energy and loves to make fire videos. He blew up on TikTok making NBA and NFL content using the filter, making hype and intro videos. He's a very dope dude. We have a great conversation ranging from COVID to making content in the NFL playoffs. I hope you guys enjoy. What's up, guys? I'm Hunter Jones. I am a TikTok content creator. I make mostly hype videos with lineups and sports teams. Um, I'm from a small town in Missouri, and I'm just glad to be here, dude. I'm glad to be here with Colin. So, Yeah, dude, we got to start with that. That is one of the most creative ways to use that filter. So I've seen so many people, they pop up on my For You page. They, I've even used it a couple of times. And you, and you like make a team, maybe it's creative, but the way you go about it, just like, like you're almost like an announcer, but you're using TikTok as a way to like, to promote it. And I think it's fascinating, bro. Did you think of that? Was there any way where you're like sitting down, you're like, I could do use this filter and make it super funny. Like, how did you think of that? Cause it's really fucking creative. So I actually had saw the filter a couple of times on my TikTok and I got a buddy that's named JP. He saw it too. He was like, he was like, I think you could do something really cool with this. And I'm like, you know, like, I think I could, like he would, he, he kind of threw it at me. Like, I was like, I think you could do something with this. And then I kind of spun it like my own way. So it was actually originally like one of my friend's ideas that was like, you could do something like this with your personality. Mm-hmm. And then I kind of just spun it. So I was like, Hey, I think I could do this. I've, I've heard these guys announce lineups before. So I was like, and I don't see any of these on TikTok. So I'm like, why not dude? I mean, and dude, this was all for fun. Like I was there, I was uploading it. So like my friends would laugh at it. I was like, this maybe get like a hundred views, you know, like it's not going to be anything. And then next thing you know, I make one video, it gets like 6,000 views. And I'm like, well, I, yeah, we're making a part two. Are you crazy? And I make a part two and it goes for 1.8 million. I mean, it was just so unpredictable. I literally remember the night that I made it too. I was at a basketball game and my buddy was sitting next to me and I'm like, I'm not looking at it. Like I'm not checking it. And he's like, I'm going to check it real quick. And he just looks at me. He just goes like, and I'm like, what, what? And he's like, dude, you got to look at it. I'm like, I'm like, it's like 50 K. And I'm like 50 K views. That's insane. And as I'm refreshing it, it's going up like literally like four or five K views every single time I refresh it. So yeah, I kind of got the idea from a buddy and then we just kind of put, put my own spin on it and kind of took off from there. Yeah, dude, I've talked to a couple of people about, cause I've had a, a couple of people who have been like, had like super viral videos on TikTok and I've talked to them about it. And, and the crazy thing about TikTok is not only did it like revolutionize content creating because every single platform has short video, real kind of things like TikTok, right. but it also yeah. is so like, not that it's unpredictable, but it's like, you never know. Like the people that I've, all the people I've talked to and even myself, my most liked and views clips are always the ones that I didn't think anything of it. I was just posting it for people to see and, and it just fucking blew up. Like one of the ones that blew up for me, like probably the first one was I had a virologist on right in the heart of the pandemic to talk about the virus, COVID, what is yeah. it? Like, what the fuck's going on? You know? Yeah. And, and this was like right when the viruses, uh, the vaccines were coming out and he, just was a virologist talking about the, the vaccine. And in the comments, dude, everyone's just fighting back and forth, anti-vaxxers with vaxxers. And I'm just like, holy shit. Like, what, a, like, <laughs> what did I create, you know? I'm sure you no, felt no, the no, same yeah. way. Yeah, no, that was my thing. was like, when I saw I started going up in views, like, I was like, do people actually like me doing this? Like, I was like, I mean, hey, at that point, I was like, 
it's content at this point. So whatever I got to do, I'll pump it out. So I, I totally feel what you're saying, dude. I started getting a bunch of comments and like a page called Overtime. I don't know if you know who that is. I do know who that is. Yeah. They, they comment on my video. They're like, you're wild, dude. And they post me on their page. Like I was like, dude, are you crazy? Well, you got a good voice for it, dude. It's like, like I said, dude, my friend, he literally DM'd me and he said, why is this so fucking hype, dude? I watched it and I was like, you really just like, you make people want to like stand up and just fucking like, yeah, let's fucking go. <laughs> let's go. Yeah, you know that's what I'm going for right there. Like I want people to get hyped to be ready to just get up and do something, man. That's no, what yeah. I'm going for. Yeah. And so now that you have this page building, are you thinking about doing anything else with it? Or are you, are you going to stick to the announcing? Um, so it's kind of up in the air. Like I, I, I like doing the announcing and I, you know, maybe if I get a big enough following, I might try to do something else with it. Not like totally go away from it because obviously everybody likes my energy and my hype. So I'll probably kind of try to keep it the same on that aspect, but I might try to branch out a little bit, maybe not do like lineups every single time, you know, maybe just make some motivational videos out there for some people who are struggling or something. Um, the main thing is I just want to keep my, my voice and my hype in it. Like, I don't know what it is, but me yelling at the camera seems to get people going, uh, you know? So I'm like, as long as I can keep doing that, I think I would do that. But I mean, the sky is the limit. I mean, I'm working on getting some stuff branded and everything right now. I'm trying to build a brand just a little bit, maybe try to get some merch or something out there. But mm -hmm. the thing is, it's just, it's so risky. I mean, I only, I, I just hit 50 K followers on TikTok and I don't get me wrong. I want to release merch, but I, I want to make sure people want it first. And so it, it's kind of hard how to, how to kind of put that in, you know? Yeah. Have you thought about doing like, like almost like the same type of content, but like without the filter, like maybe you like announce like actual things, you know, like start like a streaming on Twitch and do it, you know, have you thought about right. doing that? Yeah, I have. I have. And I've thought about doing like individual NBA teams, individual NFL teams, like individual things like that. Um, I, again, I, I don't know if people wanted to see that or not. I've kind of tried to implement it in there, but I haven't really gotten like a straightforward answer from fans or anything like that. Mm -hmm. And don't get me wrong. I would love to do single teams like that. And honestly, dude, I would like to go like, I would go to like high schools and I do some lineups like that and stuff too. I've had some people reach out to me. Maybe I'll do something like that. I totally be open to anything like that. So that's something I have thought about is maybe just kind of branching out and just doing like a single team rather than just doing totally different players. So, well, speaking on, speaking of teams, you're a chiefs fan. Yeah. Massive chiefs fan. Die hard, man. So see, like you're sitting in a very good uh, spot, but also we got to talk about it because like it was 20 less than 24 hours ago. What an insane game, dude, to wrap dude, up the four playoffs games. You can ask the people that was watching my TikTok stream. All right. Like I got, I got screenshots of it. I was, I was live on TikTok for like the last half of the game. Yeah. Not even quite the last half, like last quarter. I had some stuff I was doing last night and I was like, you know what? I'll just pop on screw it. And so I was literally just slouched in my chair. Like I was just like, man, like, are you kidding? I was like 13 seconds. And I was like, yeah, we got two plays. What the, and they popped that first play to Tyreek Hill, and I was already out of my seat. Like, I was like, don't give me freaking hope. I was like, we're going to do this, man. Don't give me hope. And then when he kicked it, we were going crazy, me and my roommate. And get this, dude, get this. That final Travis Kelsey play. I don't have antenna TV at my house. I do, but I don't get, like, that, that local channel, Channel 10. So I have YouTube TV. So I'm watching on YouTube TV, right? My internet goes out. On that last drive, I missed the last two plays. By the time my internet comes back on and I see it, I see the final score and I see everybody hugging. Didn't even get to see the final play, dude. It's like some shit you make it up. It's something you see in a movie, dude. It was yeah. crazy. Well, 
so I watched it on I don't was it on CBS or NBC? But I have the streaming app. Like I don't my my parents yeah, yeah. have cable, and I just kind of like take their cable sure. and you, and just sign into like the NBC Sports app or whatever. Um, but yeah, dude, I I I mean, my dad is a so we're Vikings fans, so we have it okay. hard, you know. But yeah. my dad, my dad is from Iowa, so his AFC team has always been the Chiefs. He's always liked the Chiefs, and he, right. and he really likes Andy Reid. So he's like, yeah, I hope they win and everything. Um, so I I kind of root for the Chiefs, like when they started winning. Cause I mean, if you're old enough, you know a time when the Chiefs weren't winning, dude. Like they, they're oh, not. Oh, dude. You know what I'm saying, yeah. I, 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 yeah, obviously, I'm saying yeah. us Chiefs yeah. fans, don't don't get me wrong. You Vikings fans deserve it too because you've never been there. But us Chiefs yeah. fans deserve it because mm-hmm. I sat through those years of those terrible years. We've got guys like Brody Croyle and Brady Quinn and Matt Castle under center, and it's like. You're just not gonna make it, and I yeah. I sat through all those years, and I'm like, and I'm a prospering man. So mm-hmm. no, and you guys are like, you have the best quarterback in the league now. All right, we can sit here and argue about you know, there's a lot to go into Pat, like right, but I'm just watching that game now. Josh Allen is fantastic. I'm not gonna say yeah, anything disrespectful. Yeah, don't take anything away from Josh Allen. I had a great game, but. Patrick Mahomes is the best quarterback in the league. He's just like the things he's a magician. Like, like um, Madden has his like thing on uh, the superstar KO. He's the magician. Like, cause he is yeah. the magician. You know, what's crazy though. The backlash he gets because of his brother and his wife, you know, like he, people hate Mahomes for his family. And, and it's crazy because like, I feel like he's a stand-up dude. He's a great guy and he's the best quarterback in the league. And he gets all this hate because of his brother on TikTok. It's It's yeah. weird. You see, that's what I'm saying too is, I literally had this conversation with a guy the other day um, because Springfield here in Missouri, they have this huge thing called the tournament of champions every single year. And it's where like the best high school teams from all across the nation come in and they all play a tournament, play against each other. Some of the best recruits in the entire nation come and play. LeBron James was in it this year. LeBron James's son. Now there are a lot of people who are not a fan of LeBron James. Okay. Mm-hmm. Everybody's entitled to their own opinion. I don't care, but people let that opinion carry over to his own child Bronny James, and they don't like Bronny. And see, I'm like, I don't understand that. Just because of one person means you can't like somebody. I don't understand that. That's not. It's not the way I roll, man. That's not. So I, I agree. I don't think. I don't think Pat Mahomes deserves all that hate and everything because of his brother and everything like that. I think that's just a bunch of garbage. If you want me to be honest. No, I, I, I think everyone should think that. But I think it comes from where it comes from is the fact that people love to have a villain. You know, especially with like these massive sports like basketball and football, oh, yeah, um, sure. they love to have a villain, dude. And so for Braun to be that for the longest time, because it's so crazy, like the hate LeBron gets because just to the fact, like regardless of what you think he's the greatest basketball player or not, the hate he gets is strictly on the fact that he's in that argument. There's oh. nothing else. Like, he's a stand-up guy. He's never cheated on his wife or anything. He's right. a dad. You know, like he's a great basketball player. Like he's probably the best. He's definitely the best basketball player of our generation. So it's like the hate he gets is strictly because he's the greatest, right? Right. And but they love to have a villain, dude. And, oh. and they loved when Katie went to the Warriors because that was the villain, you know. So in the NFL, like. Like I don't really know who the villains are at this current moment. There's no one that everyone roots really against. Like, but, but like for some reason, like on the Twitter world and the TikTok world, they've rallied against Pat Mahomes and his right. brother and everything. So they've kind of, I think it's just a part of that. Like they dislike his family members, and so because of that, he, you know, he just kind of like took on the role as the villain. But it's 100% because everybody likes to root against just as much as they want to root for. You know. Oh, yeah. Everybody – I agree with you. Everybody needs a villain. So – and, hey, I'm going to get a lot of hay for this. I, I, don't, I don't fault Kevin Durant for that movie, Golden State, at all. 
Um, anybody else, anybody else besides Kevin Durant, nobody would have caught anything. But the fact that it was Kevin Durant and he was at such a high of a game and given the environment, I see where people are coming from, but I don't really see anything wrong with just wanting to win. I really mm-hmm. don't. And so I see people say he's a snake and everything like that. And he should have went and formed something else. I understand that argument, but me personally, I don't see anything wrong with Kevin Durant just wanting to win. Um, everybody wants to win. And so he's clearly, he's probably going to do it in Brooklyn too. So I hope when he does that at least halts all that hate too. Yeah. The Brooklyn one is crazy. Like I will preface this by saying I'm a big basketball fan. Um, so I actually am, I don't know if you can see what that photo is. I'm, I'm a punter. Okay. Yeah. I, okay. I actually saw that on your Instagram too. Right? Yeah, yeah. 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 So I'm a punter, but, um, so I play football, but I played basketball in high school and everything like that. So I'm a big football and basketball guy. Those are my two sports that I love to watch. But I'm a preface by saying I don't get into basketball, like the basketball season until football's over, just because I spend oh. so, like football is like my shit, you know. And then basketball is like you. once as soon as football ends, it's like basketball season. So I'm a preface by saying like I didn't really watch, like I have I've watched games this year, but I haven't like dove into it like I usually do. But I'm a preface by saying if the Nets lose and they don't never win together, those big three. And now Kyrie and the whole vaccination situation is crazy. But if they don't win, that will probably be the biggest disappointment in oh, years, right? Easily, easily. That 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 three that you have teamed together right there is easily three of the top talents in all of basketball all time. Mm-hmm. I mean, you've got James Harden and Kevin Durant, who, in my opinion, are both going to go down as top five scorers of all time. I mean, and you've got Kyrie Irving, who – in my opinion, has the best handles in the history of basketball. Allen Iverson was great, don't get me wrong, but Allen Iverson had, or uh, I'm sorry, Kyrie Irving has that thing on a string, man. I mean, I think, so when you've got three generational players like that on one team and you don't come away with the championship, I, I would agree with you there. I mean, there's no excuse, man. There really isn't. No, there isn't. But back to you and what, you, what you're doing on TikTok. Um, have you always been like sort of, amplified and, and almost eccentric and just and just like a, a physical presence like when you're talking and loud like because that the the presence you show on your tiktoks and your content creation like just with the power of your voice is like it really is like you were born to be an announcer have you always been like that well i mean kind of i've always had a ton of energy and i've never really had anything to put it towards now i get very very into sports and stuff like that so i guess you could say maybe i have kind of had it but i never really like discover it i don't guess i really knew that people would be interested in something like this until you get a platform like tiktok and you get a guy who's just screwing around and next thing you know his video pops off so i mean i guess in a way you could say i've had that and you know like voice impressions and stuff like that i've always been i've always been thrived at those it's just been fun mm-hmm. but um yeah i mean i guess i would say yeah i just didn't really know it honestly well here's the thing too like do you know you're like your like disparity is it like like you're uh like because i feel like a lot of dudes are really into that like just fucking getting hyped you know because like even me like today i'm in the gym i'm just doing my normal workout but i'm i'm like fucking i'm gonna throw on the little baby playlist and there's something about little baby dude when you're listening to him in the gym dude i swear to god it makes you want to kick somebody in the throat that, <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm sitting there and i'm doing cr- actually i'll tell you a story i'm in the gym today and i'm listening to little baby and i'm going crazy on apps i'm doing like this crazy circuit yeah and I don't know if you've ever gotten like a Charlie horse or like a super bad cramp in your abs. Dude, yeah. Oh my God. I thought I was dying. I was like yeah. laying there and, and my muscles were spasming like this. And, right. I up and, and I run to my, 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 my friend. And I was like, I was like, dude, I got an ab cramp. I got an ab cramp. And I just fell down. And I was like <laughs> rolling. 
it was one of the worst experiences of my life because like Dude. calf you're just like you just sit there and let it happen but like abs oh, yeah. is, like your whole body you can't do yeah. anything it's almost like you can't breathe or nothing like that like you just yeah. breathe you're just frozen yeah. dude i totally get it i totally get it but 100 percent, that's because i was listening to little baby i was going crazy bro dude i so i have i have those songs too like you'll mm-hmm. get in the gym you just be feeling and then you hit that one song and you're just like i'm freaking ready dude i'm running through it you know mm-hmm. so I do a lot of cardio and stuff like that. So I find those songs and I put them in like the middle of my run where I'm just like, all right, now we're just going to pump through it, man. We're just going. So yeah, mm-hmm. I, totally, I totally feel you, dude. I totally feel you. So I've been losing weight, right? I lost – because like being, when I was in playing football, like I, I liked having size on me. Like obviously I wasn't getting smacked. Like I'm a, I'm a punter. Like, but like I liked having size because like it makes you like – it's you need that size. You know, just during the season you're going to lose weight because you're doing so much. Um. I liked having size, but now that I'm done, like I have, so I have, I don't know if you know what a labrum is, but you have four labrums. Yeah. So I have, I have two torn labrums in both my hips from just over kicking and stuff. And so like my last, this last year, I I still had them, but I was like, fuck dude. Like I thought if like, if I, once I was done, like if I finished like after, like after I was done kicking, if I lost hella weight in my legs, I'd feel like better. And I could, cause I love play basketball just for cardio and stuff. So I did. And I've, I've been losing weight. I lost like 24 pounds and it, my legs feel like my hips feel so much better. Man. So, so you like torn labrums, you're a savage, man. You played on that. Yeah. Um, savage dude. So I tore it my sophomore year. So I'm a senior about to graduate now, but I tore my sophomore year and I go into the, so I'm like doing all this rehab PT shit. Right. And I go into the, to the like the training room right and i'm talking to the to the doctor like once i'm done like with all my pt he goes all right you have three options really or maybe he said two but i think he said three he's like three options one you can medically retire and you'll never play again two you can get the surgery be out for 12 months now i'm gonna preface this again by saying this was before covid knowing covid would have fucked up my season i would have done the surgery but like yeah i'm going into my junior year bro i haven't played a ton much because i tore my labrum i played half my freshman year i was like you know like no and then the third one was or you can just suck it up and play through it and strengthen up the other muscles so i was like that's totally what i'm gonna do so i went super hard like super fucking hard and then they sent us home because of covid and i kept going crazy and then junior year we come back and they and they push our season to the to the spring and then I'm like, all right, I had a, a quick quick little two-game season in the spring, and then I, I'm like back for my senior year. Basically, the only real year I had of football because of COVID and my injury, and I worked my ass off. And so I got like second-team all-conference and everything. But like the crazy thing is he literally looked at me and was just like, you're either like done or you're like, you can just suck it up. And I was like, fuck it, I'm going to suck it up, you know? Damn, dude. <laughs> That's kind of savage, man. That really is. I mean, I, I can fight through some pain, but I, I – I'm going to knock on wood right here. I haven't broken any bones, torn anything like that. So I don't really know, I guess, true pain when it comes to injuries like that. Mm-hmm. So I can't even imagine just playing through something like that, dude. Props to you. Kudos. That was crazy. Yeah, I didn't – the. I didn't like have like just because like I, I strengthened up the muscles around me like so much that I didn't really have like any like super bad like pain. The only thing I had like that was kind of like close to like being out this year was like we were up in Spokane playing this school called Whitworth University uh-huh. and like in the middle of the game. So I didn't sleep at all the night before in the hotel. I don't know why I just couldn't sleep. And it was like a it was a eight hour bus ride up there. So like, we're like, we're sitting down on a bus. Like I wasn't hydrating the way I probably should have. And I didn't sleep much. And then in the game, both of my calves cramped up. Oh man. And so our like team doctor, like he gave me two electrolyte pills and maybe smack like an electrolyte 
kind of solution. And then he like did this crazy little like ice pad thing on my, on my calves and I was fine. But thankfully I didn't, I've never been in a game and like, I just, my hips were like done, you know? So thank God I that, that happened, you know? Yeah, for sure. Dang. That's crazy, dude. Both of them at the same time, dude, that's crazy. <laughs> so I think what happened was I tore this one, my right one, just from like, cause that's my kicking leg. And then just overuse on the left one eventually tore, you know? So but yeah, it, it, I mean, it did suck, but like, you know, it's, it's, it's not an ACL. Like you see these guys in the NFL and the, and the, um, and the, uh, NBA just like, they have these crazy knee injuries and like, like even Kawhi, like he hasn't played in a while. And it's just like, I don't know what it was, it would be like to go through a knee injury. Cause it, it's just so like, you're like knee, once you destroy your knee, you're kind of like shot, you know? Oh dude. Yeah. I mean, especially like. I mean, if we're talking basketball, Clay Thompson, who's coming back from all of that. And then, I mean, if we're talking like a football, I mean, just look at Saquon Barkley, man. Yeah. I mean, tears that ACL and he comes back this season and he didn't even look the same, man. Yeah. Like, or Todd Gurley had those crazy years, but that knee just slowly caught up to him, dude. Mm -hmm. I mean, just, that's crazy, dude. Yeah. The only one I'll say, and I can, I can say this because I am a Vikings fan. The only one who was quite crazy after tearing their ACL was Adrian Peterson winning the MVP after almost breaking the record, but he's a freak of nature, right? Like that man was a, like, he's not, yeah. he's not human. I mean, yeah. Adrian Peterson was on another level and talk about fun to watch. That guy was fun to watch that year that he put up 2000 rushing yards and won the MVP and everything like that. I mean, that was insane. That was my little, little young me who still had the sports cars and traded them and everything. Like I was like, man, Adrian Peterson is a freak, man. Like I'd go out and play in the front yard. Who was I pretending to be Adrian Peterson because he's the best guy, you know? So, yeah. You know, since you are a big sports game or a sports guy, just, you know, what are your top five? Like you can do any sport. What are your top five most fun athletes to ever watch in your lifetime? Oh man, that's tough. Obviously. I mean, I've got to throw LeBron James in there because I don't think people realize it, but we're witnessing greatness in our generation and people are just taking that for granted. So LeBron James, um, Steph Curry, Steph Curry has been an absolute freak to watch. Um, Pat Mahomes has got to be on there. Tyreek Hill watching that guy flat out run. I mean, gosh, it's been absolutely insane. Totally incredible. Um, number five, that's got a, that's, that's a close one, but I'm probably going to have to go back to basketball here and throw somebody like maybe Vince Carter or somebody on there, a guy that can just absolutely fly and dunk everything, you know? Mm -hmm. I mean, there's been a lot of freak athletes in my day, but off the top of my head, I've been watching football the longest my entire life, and I've never seen anything like Patrick Mahomes and mm -hmm. all the magic that he does. And this, the no-look throws, the sidearm throws, and how easy he just makes all of it look. I mean, he's got to be up there for me. But – yeah. Yeah. I'll, I'm going to, I'm going to give you my five, but I just got to like say this real quick. My roommate is our quarterback or he was, he's, he graduated yeah. now. And so last before COVID so 20, yeah. when I had my torn labor in 2019, he, so he never got a chance, right? He never got yeah. a chance. Um, he was third string quarterback and he was at this time he was a junior. So middle of this season, we're losing, um, our quarterback, our starting quarterback gets injured and then they throw like the senior backup in and he just throws balls into the dirt. Um, and then my roommate goes in, starts balling the fuck out, bro. Just oh, starts yeah, balling out. Cause he's, dude, he's, he's like a six one, one, like at this point, he's probably 175, 185 in their range. And 
just fast as shit, dude. And he like he comes in, bro, and he starts balling. And then the George Fox game, and this is like right when Pat Mahomes is Pat Mahomes. Yeah. George Fox game. My roommate Ken, his name is Kenyon. He fucking just out of his ass pulls out that no look pass that he learned that Pat Mahomes does. Bro, oh, and I'm yeah. sitting there, bro. And so our my quarterback, he was a senior my freshman year, and he was like our coach. He turns to me, he goes, Did he just fucking throw a no look pass? I was like, <laughs> Yeah. And dude, that, that was yeah. one of the to witness that, like we all see Pat Mahomes do these crazy things in 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 um on the TV, but like I'm standing on the side just to witness that. People don't understand how crazy that is. Dude. Oh yeah, dude. Oh yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think that's the biggest thing with like fans nowadays is they just that's like I said where they take it for granted. I think they just see stuff and the stuff that like LeBron James and all those Steph Curry, all those guys do on a nightly basis. It's like people are just slowly getting tired of that and taking it for granted. But I'm like. If you actually got out there and tried it yourself, you wouldn't even you, – you have no idea how hard any of that is. So that's a dope story you have about your roommate, dude. So kudos to him too. That's crazy. Well, yeah, and I like what you're saying about, like, people taking it for granted because, like, I was going to say Steph Curry too. Like, we – I don't think – like, people do love Steph Curry, and I think they do it more with LeBron just because of the longevity of his greatness, you know. But Steph Curry, bro, like – nobody's probably going to ever be able to shoot like that again no, like for no, a long time. Greatest shooter of all time, no question. And that, the ways that he creates his own shot and everything like that, and the fact that he can just finish at the rim too, I mean, it's, it's literally generational talent. Like he's yeah. going to go down his top five all time probably. Dude, I'm telling you, you got the knowledge too. I think you should like try to DM some of these sports teams and be like, hey, dude, I can announce. <laughs> I can maybe talk a little bit. Like, what's up? Yeah, I mean, hey, hey, I've tried a couple of them. None of them have really – none of them have yeah. responded at all. So it's it's kind of difficult because I think as far as, like, DMs and stuff go, they probably haven't turned off notifications, whatever. Mm-hmm. But I do have some stuff coming up in the future that I really can't quite talk about yet. Mm-hmm. Um, just a few details. I have a team in particular that has kind of reached out to me to do some stuff. So – that's dope. You'll see it when it comes out. I'll drop it on all of my platforms and stuff like that. But it's a pretty cool opportunity. No, definitely. You like one thing that I have totally like. I mean, like I've always been like, like, like with my friends and everything like that. Before I started the podcast, I was always been like, dude, I want you to like do the dope shit like that. You can. I know you can do. Like I know your potential. Like just fucking do it. But like after I started this, bro, and I started talking to people, just like seeing people that I get to talk to, like just succeed is one of the things that makes me the happiest. Like. My brother, like he's literally my brother, so he he's not like blood or anything, but he um he moved in with us when he because he had a troubled life when when we were in like sixth grade, eighth grade, beginning of eighth grade, he moved in with us, and like literally he's lived with my family. We're about to be twenty two this year. Like he's literally my brother, you know, and he's like he loves playing video games, and he's so good and he's hilarious, bro. Yeah. He's literally five six. He's literally Kevin Hart, bro. He's his name yeah, is Dion. He's literally Kevin Hart, and he's hilarious and he's so good at video games, and I just. All I tell him, I was like, bro, just start a Twitch account, bro. I Get promise, the dream going, just dude. do it, bro. And, I, and I'm like, like, why not? And like, you know, because you create content and everything, but people like, I was talking to this about the, this dude, hip hop MD, and he creates science. He like is a science communicator and he creates like cool yeah. content. We were talking about like, it takes a while. Like once you get into content, like editing and everything like that is a difficult process, but it's actually way easier to just start making content than people really want to give it credit for. All you really have to do is just start posting your shit. And maybe it's not the greatest quality at the beginning. As you start getting fans and donations and things like that, dude, all you got to do is just improve it. It like 1% better every day. That's a hundred percent better in a hundred days. 
Oh yeah, for sure. You know and it's like it takes, the thing is, is, is like people just say, well, yeah, I want to do it, but I don't know where to start. Well, dude, you just got to pinpoint, you got to start somewhere. So like, I don't care for, for like your brother say, just make the Twitch account. You don't have to stream. You don't have to upload anything. Just make the account mm-hmm. just slowly. And you gotta, you gotta hit those little goals. That's kind of what I have is like, you gotta set these small goals and you have to take those small wins from day to day. And so like a small win you could take is like, let's make that Twitch account at the end of the day. Like, Hey, I actually did it. I made it next time. Let's set a bigger goal. Let's stream for the first time. And let's set a, maybe, maybe, maybe a, a viewer goal. We can start with viewers because you might not get subs right off the bat. So let's say I want five viewers today and then say, I want 10, 15, you know, and just go on and so forth. It's all about just starting somewhere. So people spend so much time nowadays, just totally bullshitting themselves on like, uh, well, they, they think of all the excuses to why they can't, right? All the excuses to why this won't happen, why this won't, why they can't do this, why they can't do that. Instead, when they really need to be f- making excuses and making time to figure out how I can do this and how I can make this work. I think that's where people get mixed up a lot nowadays is they're focusing on the negatives that they are failing to realize all the positives that could come out of it. Mm-hmm. I was talking to that same guy about this too. Is it's so like for me, like, the craziest thing happened like within like the last month. So like, like my podcast, like it does decent numbers, like it, or it was doing decent numbers. Right. And I was like, yeah, this is fine. Like, cause what I was getting out of the experiences and like the people I was meeting and the connections I was making was way more important, but I was a little pissed off because I was like, dude, this shit is so dope. Like just not even for my sake, just for the people I get to have on, like, listen, you know, like I, I need, I want people to listen. And all of a sudden, dude, like my TikToks, like we're doing all right. My reels are doing all right. All of a sudden, I started, I started posting to YouTube shorts, dude. And my shit started flying for no reason, yes. just for no reason. And like, this is like a year after I started my podcast, bro. And like, like, yeah, I started it kind of on, I, I told a story a bunch on, so, so I'm sorry if you're a listener, but I accidentally started the podcast. Like it wasn't, I didn't mean to do it one day and it just kind of happened. And so like, I love where I'm at now, but like, Dude, it took me like over a year to get like even like a good amount of people like just like recognizing like the shit that I have, you know? And so like I'm in a crazy situation where like people are like, oh, I don't like I'm when people like try to complain to me like, oh, I started five months ago. Like, you know, I'm not really going anywhere with it. And they ask me like advice. I'm like, bro, I took me like a year and a half just to get like a thousand plus people like, like tuning in, you know, like, and all I say is like, would you rather blow up overnight like on one thing or would you rather your content get better? Okay. You know what I'm saying? Would you rather your content get better? And then, and then like once it's where it should be, then you have fans. That is so so true. So true. So the thing was for me was my, the, the way that I got big on TikTok was it was my second video. My second video I ever uploaded on TikTok. My second video popped for 1.8 million views. I will tell you to this day, I have yet to get a video that has come even close to 1.8 million. The closest I have would probably be my NFL video that I uploaded on Sunday of last week. And it's at like 850. And now don't get me wrong. Like I love it. I, I am so appreciative of all my views and everything like that. But it was like that second video. I'm probably, it's like, it's going to take me a long time to even touch that again. So it's like you said, it is super cool that you can blow up overnight. I mean, it really is. That's kind of what made me take off was blowing up overnight, but also people don't realize the grind that it takes. And it's not always just going to happen overnight. Kind of like if you want to work out, you want to get stronger dog. You can't work out one time and expect to wake up in the morning. Just absolutely. 
I mean, it's just going to take time. And I don't think people are willing to just wait. Nobody's patient enough to put all that time in. Mm. And do you know who Gary Vee is? Of course I know who Gary Vee is. <laughs> he says a lot of questionable shit all the time. But I will say that's one thing that he like like preaches is patience. Like pa- people are not patient, you know? People, oh. people like – they just want that quick fix. And, you know, I've talked to a lot of people who are like everyone I've talked to is, has a decent following on social media. Unless like they're, I, I, I know them and I know their talent, you right. know, and I'm like, you should listen to this person. Um, but like, I've talked to a couple of people like scientists and things like that and, and professors and, and they think that a lot of them don't really understand. Like, I wouldn't say they don't understand, but like, we don't really, as like human society, don't really understand the effects of social media yet. Oh, and, yeah, yeah, no way. Um, and so I will say that like for, for kids and like even people younger than me, because like I didn't grow up with an iPhone. Like, I, I mean, I, I think I got an iPhone in like either eighth grade or ninth grade. And this was like an early iPhone and I got it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And so like, it wasn't like a, it was a big deal, you know? And, and then everyone started getting them. And like when I was in high school, we had iPhones. Right. But like growing up when I was in like elementary school and middle school, we didn't have iPhones, you know? And so like the kids nowadays, you've got iPhones at fourth grade, third grade. Cause like you need phones as a kid, especially if you're walking home and things like that. You're not going to get your kid a fucking, you're not going to get your kid a flip phone unless you're an asshole. If you're listening to this right now, no, nobody does that anymore. And if yeah. your parents listening and you're getting your kids a flip phone, do better. I mean, do come fucking on. fucking better. Dude. Yeah, you come on. Are... I, I mean, are you kidding me? We don't, <laughs> we don't need no flip phones out here. Come on. Except a... there's a new Samsung phone. And also, if you're getting your kid a Samsung, he's getting beat up at the bus stop. I'm yeah, just gonna... no kidding. Don't get him an Android. Don't get him started on that right now. Yeah, they're going to ride on the front of the bus every single day. But um, there's a Samsung, so iPhone is going to eventually get this. That's a flip phone. It's all touch. But you like it's like all touch and you can flip it. And I'm like, that's kind of a cool thing to do. But like, I'm sure iPhone's gonna have it one day. But like, we, I, I know you remember these, the slide phones, dude. Like you had oh, the little, dude. the had a keyboard on them and everything, yeah. dude. We're well, texting. So much, so many keyboards though. They had like the three letter numbers. They'd be one oh, on yeah. ABC, you know. You had to like tap uh, it when you wanted to text. Like that. Yeah, dude. Oh yeah, I remember those days like it was yesterday, dude. And where was I going with this? Okay, yeah it's dangerous that all these young kids have these, these insane PS fives and these, and these um, really fast like computers in their, in their, and, oh, yeah. and, and all they need to get like, to like look at like for young, really young boys, like all they need to watch like really hot chicks. Fuck is like, just <laughs> yeah. look up porn. I, I know, <laughs> dude. I know. I know. Like, it all is, they need, like yeah, I, I know. That's the thing. 12 year olds in middle school with iPhones aren't looking at porn. You're like 13 for sure. 100%, bro. They're not like you think. <laughs> and, and here for parents, again, listen to this. You think your, your little parent blocker works? <laughs> no. No. Broken their shit, dude. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, that's where you got to be careful with these new smartphones is it's too easy nowadays to find all of that on social media and the internet i mean even tiktok for example if you're letting your kids scroll through tiktok there's going to be some sort of content like that on there somewhere so it's not hard and it's a little it is dangerous it's not hard to find that but i mean again we're living in a different century yeah but again what i was saying was like it's so the, the dangers of social media aside like like for young kids like we don't know what the what that is but 
the benefits of social media and 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 like this this globalization this this world where everything can become united and all you need is a click of a button to like get your message out there is so dope because there's people out here and there's people out here who are like so smart and they have the answers and they're just working, but they won't use Instagram or TikTok. And you're just like, bro, that's not how you do it, bro. No. If you're smart and you got a message about, I don't know, let's say climate change or whatever you think is really important, you got to be on TikTok, Instagram, right. Twitter, you know? Sure. You've got to be on all those platforms to reach the maximum audience possible. Because literally, if you think about it, there's like, I mean, I guess you want to throw Facebook in there. There's like five major social media platforms that are popular right now. So you got like Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, and like YouTube. So like those are just some five major ones off the top of my head. Um, all it takes is one of them. You have five opportunities out of five different social media accounts. And all it takes is one of those social media accounts to just kind of blow up and take off and then you're going to reach an insane amount of people because eventually you get those dedicated fans those dedicated followers that are not only going to follow you on one platform they're going to find you on another and another and another and see i think that's where people like you said where they're only doing it on like one or two and it's like if you want to really put your message out there you got to get on every single one of them mm -hmm. and you know about those dedicated fans uh, a buddy of mine who i had on that one of the earlier podcasts he uh He's kind of like a marketer for a real, uh, real estate company, but he was talking, he calls those raving fans. He's like, all you need is like a thousand raving fans if you're starting something. If you get a thousand raving fans, he's going to buy all your merch, he's going to buy all your content, he's going to watch everything. Dude, you could make a yeah. serious following. Exactly. And exactly. yeah, yeah. And, and, you know, like, I think the problem with this is they see, like, when you're starting out, right? And I've talked about this a bunch. When you're starting out, what's going to happen is the comments are going to be one, mostly negative, except for like your buddies and stuff who are going to like hype you up and stuff. Right. And, and two, like your viewership is not going to be as high as you want it to. You might have one who it's like, you know, a million or, I mean that usually that, that helps you, but you might have one that hits a couple hundred thousand, right? Especially on like yeah. these platforms with these like really fast content. For sure. But like, if you just, I just posted a reel not too long ago um, and I was talking about like how much fun I've had just starting my podcast and creating all right. this content, making these connections. And it's like, if you want to do something and you don't do it, you're, you're, you're just a pussy. Honestly, at this, at the end of the day, like you gotta, like, if you want to do something, don't let anybody tell you to not do it. Just oh, fucking yeah. do it, bro. I think that's the thing. The biggest enemy in anybody's life is yourself. Mm -hmm. I mean, you're going to set your own limitations on your own life and you know, um, I can't remember his name off the top of my head. I, I used to, I like to listen to a lot of motivational stuff. And um, he said the, the, the greatest place for ideas is the graveyard because there's so many people who have these great ideas, but they never put them into their life or never, never just start it and take off and they take it to the grave with them. And that's exactly what, that's exactly right. I mean, if you're going to set limitations on your, on yourself, then you're never going to be able to grow in life ever. Mm -hmm. And if you let other people's opinions change the way who you are and affect how you act, you're never going to grow as a person. So that's where I say you have to put yourself aside and you just have to go for it. You just got to reach for it. Uh, you know, what's crazy about that. Like not like not a couple of days ago. So I studied philosophy and political science cause I, I'm going to go to law school this next year. Yeah. Um, okay. wow. But, um, cool. but, uh, 
so I studied philosophy and, you know, it's fucking a bunch of high conversations, but uh, yeah. we, um, we were talking about that. And one thing I, I asked, we were in philosophy of science and I was, I asked a question and I was like, I basically asked, um, I might've talked about this on my podcast too, but we, I asked basically like the smart, or I said, I said this, he asked like hot takes or whatever. And I said, the smartest people in history um, were never discovered. And he was like, what do you mean? And I was like, the smartest people in history who have the best ideas for the world, they never came out with their ideas and they never said anything. They never wrote a book. And so their ideas were never flourished or never came to anything. And right. so, and so like what we got was the people who were confident in themselves, who maybe weren't the smartest people, but they let their ideas out. And oh. no one really could rebut that because like, I mean, first off, it's kind of unrebuttable because like they died. Like we, I'm, oh, I'm yeah. arguing against a straw man kind of, but also Dude. it's like, it's probably true. Dude. I mean, if you think about it, like confidence is such a big thing. I mean, if you think about it, if you just go out in public, nobody is going to question anything you're doing as long as you are doing it with confidence. Facts. And so I, I, I think you're 100% right. Some of those people, I mean, off the top of my head, everybody knows Einstein was a genius or smarter than Einstein. I didn't mean to do that. Keep going. No, you're good. You're good. There could have been a man out there smarter than Einstein, and he just didn't have the confidence to go out because I guess at the end of the day, you might just be scared. You're afraid. You're afraid that somebody's going to make fun of you. You're afraid that somebody's going to laugh at you. See, now, where I look at that is it's a different aspect for me. If people laugh at me, hey, I like it when people laugh at me because it means it's funny. I, I, I like to be a funny guy. I don't mind when people laugh at me. I want to make people's days better. And so for me, that wasn't a problem. If they laughed at me, they're like, wow, this guy's an idiot. And I'm like, thanks for the view, man. Appreciate it. Thanks for checking out my view. I, you're, you're bumping my video for me. I mean, people don't really look at that side. They just care too much about what other people think. And you just got to get that out of your way, man. You just got to go. No, for sure. And like the only thing that I would say, like kind of like irks me just a little bit is like, those people who are putting out all that negative energy and just talking shit in the comment section, like, dude, I'm sure not all of you are idiots. Like some of you are probably idiots, but most of you, you probably have something so influential that you could be given to the world. That's positive. And you're not right. doing it. You're fighting with people in comment sections of YouTube shorts. It's like, bro, get your shit yeah. together. I mean, for you know, sure. like, you have nothing better to do. Like, yeah, it's like, and it's just like, it also like this like because it's always so negative with the star. It discourages so many like the like the most beautiful like artistic events like could occur right. if people just weren't so negative. Like there's so oh, many beautiful yeah. artists, especially like I know so many girls, bro, who like who want to do like painting and things like that, like from back home or like just I only I know one who actually is doing this creative like kind of Christian content, and I'm yeah. very proud of it because it's like dude, the hate you're gonna get is like it's so minuscule to the oh, yeah. benefits you're going to get from just starting. Yeah, for sure. And that's the thing too, is like, if you're getting hate for that kind of content, then you're clearly not the problem. I mean, I, I will <laughs> never understand though. I don't understand. Like, I don't understand the negativity. I don't understand the hate comments. Like at the end of the day, dude, what's the point? What's the mm -hmm. point? Like, do you, do you think, like, I'm not gonna lie on my TikToks. I see all my comments. I try to respond to every single one of them. I try to respond to everybody. I try to talk to them, but I see hate comments and stuff like that. And I just read a comment and I'm like, what's the point? Like, yeah, why would you even comment that? Like, I'm like, does it, I was like, do you get off from, from giving hate comments or something? Like, I seriously don't understand it. Yeah. So just so much negative energy. And honestly, at the end of the day, it just kind of makes me realize like, I'm like, that guy probably lives a pretty sorry life if he spends his free time spreading hate on tiktok like no kidding 
True. Um, first off, how cold is it in where you're, where you're at right now? Um, okay, so actually today it was not too bad. Today we got up to like 50 degrees, but last week it was absolutely brutal. So like I think we were down like probably like one or two degrees at one point. Like I'm not looking forward to seeing my electric bill this month because I know for a fact that thing was running the entire weekend, the entire week. So, but yeah, it's freezing. Lack of better words, freezing. Like it's, it's cold tits outside. Does it snow there a lot? Um, not okay. It kind of depends. I, I want, I don't know if I would say a lot compared to like States, like I was like Minnesota and everything where it's like snowing all the time, but yeah. believe it or not for Missouri in this season, it definitely snows quite a bit. And the thing is, is you would think like, Oh man, it's snowing in December and January. No, it snows in like freaking February, sometimes March. Like people are like, Hey, we got the spring solstice or whatever. It's like first day of spring. And it's like, there's freaking snow on the ground. Like seriously, it's so like hit or miss in Missouri. Missouri weather is such a joke. If I'm not, if I'm being honest with you. So I've been blessed, except for heat. Um, I'm from Vegas, so I'm born and raised in Las Vegas. Okay, okay. So it just gets like it's just like 120, 122 in yeah. the summer. But like winter is like 29 is like the coldest it gets. Yeah. Uh, Portland, I, but I go to school in Portland. Um, okay. It's pretty cold. Um, not like one degrees, but like it snows. It snows here because it rains. Oh, yeah. So, um, but it also snows like mostly in like February, March. Yeah, like it's ridiculous. I don't understand it. I don't. I don't know why. Like it's just such weird timing. But like in the summers here in Missouri, dude, the mm-hmm. humidity is outrageous. Couldn't I mean, deal with it. Could not deal with dude, it. You can't walk outside and you can hardly breathe. It's so humid. I mean, it's ridiculous. If you like, when I'm leaving work or something like that, if I get in my car and I haven't started it already, like, dude, I it's like I can't breathe. You got to take. It's just ridiculous. You have to roll the windows down. It gets so hot, so humid. It's just terrible. I got to ask, because you might know, why <laughs> Why is there a Kansas City, Kansas, and a Kansas City, Missouri? Dude, I have been asking that same question my entire freaking life. Like, I don't know if there's like a, a fine line there or what it is, but Kansas City, Mo, is what makes the most sense to me. So, Do you know why Oklahoma has the pan, the handheld pan thing? Are you talking like for the state? Like, like yeah, the why they have that? You know why they have that for the state? It's a horrible story. Texas. So the the um, I'm sure you know this from like history class, but there there was like a line. There was a degree that Abraham or one of the presidents signed and said, "If you're below this, you cannot have uh, slaves." Oh yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. Yeah, so, was, it the, uh, was it the emancipation? Was that what that is? Um. No, this was before that because this was the north-south split. So there was, like, that, okay, okay. there was like a split. There was like a degree where he's like, if you're below this or if you're above this, you're not allowed to have uh, slaves. And that there was that te- that part, the pan, um, was still part of Texas. And Texas basically was like, fuck that. You guys can have it. Uh, <laughs> and yeah, and so that's like where the line was, was that pan. So they gave Oklahoma that little part of Texas because they're like super racist basically and yeah. so and so but that's why they have the pan people always ask why they have the pan that's why um it's so weird to me too how all those how I was all split up like that like why why would Texas have that little piece of land like way up in the middle of the United States when they're all the way down south so that doesn't make sense to me either I don't understand why people would I, I, the only thing I know is that like when we a lot of the territories we bought from like Mexico you know, yeah, and yeah. so like we bought them at different times, so they were just kind of they were just sectioned off differently. That's the right. only thing that makes sense. But yeah, Texas, I don't know, and yeah. like, yeah, dude, I don't. American history is way too just because there's just so many like 
so much diversity, you know, like, Oh yeah. Like, like if you wanted to go through every state and learn all their history, according to the United States history, it'd be, it'd take you so long. Long. It'd take forever. You think about it too. Like we're literally living in a, any time that's going to be in history books. In yeah, like dude. With the, with the COVID-19 and everything, like, it's going to be. Yeah. Bro, I've been thinking about that for a long time. And I've been trying to like, part of the thing that philosophy like taught me was just like to really, really fucking think about something, you know, for a long ass time. And that's one of the things that I cannot wrap around my head because it's like, I feel like there's a lot of enemies right now and not a lot of like heroes. Yeah. Are, you know, like, I feel like we're like, we're like Western culture right now is just filled with just villains, you know? Oh, yeah. I, and I, I haven't, and like very few, like, like true heroes. And like, I feel like oh, a yeah. lot of the people who are like good people are being demonized just because they think. And it really pisses me off, dude. Like, and like, <laughs> I'll give you an example, dude. My professor of like political science just like, emailed us and said hey study abroad programs in russia and ukraine and all this place i'm like yeah i'm okay i'm all right yeah, right no. now bro I, I, yeah no are you kidding me no <laughs> come on man <laughs> like dead ass bro i'm talking about like right now he just like emailed us talking about like <laughs> it's like it's like know where you're at bro know where we're at in time like are know you your kidding? surroundings are you really asking me to study that right now are you kidding my gosh uh, you should ask him if he like watches the news or anything like that and tell him to maybe rethink that one Dude, I I give you props too because I hated college. I couldn't freaking do it, dude. Yeah, I, I can't. Something about okay, I hate like science in general. Like I'm talking like, what's that thing called the the table the the periodic table? Is that periodic what table, yeah. I don't mess with any of that. I don't see any point. I don't see anything like that. I'm probably gonna offend some people when I say that. I'm sorry. I'm sure there is a point. But I'm, I can't grasp it. I can't. I just, it just does not interest me whatsoever. I hate offend, like the word offend. Like, I just hate that word because it's like people use it or triggered. Oh my God. Triggered. triggered. Oh, bro. The word triggered (laughs) gets me fucking triggered, bro. (laughs) It's like, no, I'm raging, dude. No, yeah. I can't stand it, bro. Because it's like, bro, like we're living in the best time ever bro we have these phones in our pockets we can do whatever oh we gosh. want bro not, nobody realizes it dude nobody, nobody realizes it bro they all just cry and it pisses me off i mean i go to a very liberal arts i go to a liberal arts school in portland bro so i all i hear is just nonsense all day long but also it's just like it makes you like i just feel like we're living in a dystopian time bro like everyone's wearing masks like our my school require is requiring the booster i had covid two weeks ago bro and i'm have to get the booster shot it makes yeah. no sense bro it makes no sense like, like I, i'm gonna have to do it and like whatever like i, I hopefully uh, you know like hopefully i'm fine i'm sure I will. Oh, yeah. but it's just yeah, like, yeah. but it's just like bro like we're at a time where like not getting antibodies from having the disease isn't it isn't like it's all about the the politics of it bro it's all about the polis bro oh yeah exactly I agree with you 100%. Um, I think people definitely take stuff like that even for granted too. Like how far we've come with like medicine yeah. and everything like that. I don't think people truly ever sit down and are just like, wow. Like, I mean, you think about it, if this pandemic would have happened like say like 60 years, 60 years before now, 
would they have been able to bust out like vaccines or anything like that or been able to like actually study it or get medicine no. or anything like that against it? No. And, and the population would have literally probably just cut in half. Mm-hmm. So there's no telling, man. Yeah, that's the weird thing that – that's the thing that pisses me off the most is because like if you're especially especially like my grandma, bro, like I, I, I press her all the time, I'm like get your boosters. Even my dad, bro, like he's like – overweight he's about to be turned 60 like he's still like pretty hell like he doesn't he's yeah. still healthy, but, like he's like an he's like overweight like i'm telling him like work out eat better and like get your like get the booster you're about to be 60 right. like but it's like the thing that pisses me off the most is like the most effective like because people are still getting it with the vaccines regardless of them being vaccinated or not and and yet like these people these politicians are suppressing the medicine that's working like monoclonal antibodies and nad drips and just ivermectin bro i know they're demonizing people who take them too it's ridiculous that's that's what i'm saying it's ridiculous because i'm like why are we not promoting treating covid whenever we like like whenever we get it yeah so like why are we not promoting infusions or anything like that like you said those drips and everything why are we not promoting that Instead, if you get COVID, you're just looked at as a terrible person because you weren't vaccinated. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I totally respect everybody's decision to do whatever they want to do. Yeah. And I don't think we should belittle somebody just because of one, one thing like that. I mean, Aaron Rodgers is the perfect example. Now, Aaron Rodgers, he kind of got himself into some dirt because he probably should have just told him straight up, I'm not vaccinated. Mm-hmm. But it's whatever. I mean, it's Aaron Rodgers' decision. I don't think anybody should look down on Aaron Rodgers because he's not vaccinated. Kind of like I wouldn't look down on you, you wouldn't look down on me. Like, it's, it's, it's the stupidest thing ever, honestly, just to judge somebody's character because of one thing like that. Yeah, I look down on Aaron Rodgers because he's the Green Bay Packer, not because he's on. Oh, uh, yeah. See, I can't stand the Packers. So there's different reasons I look down on Aaron Rodgers. Well, could you just imagine being a Vikings fan right now, bro, with the Packers? I fucking hate the Packers. <laughs> dude, I know. I totally hear you, too. And the dude. fact that they lost to the 49ers, mm-hmm. dude, they choked. Yeah. I choked to a team like that with Jimmy G as a starting quarterback. Bro, dude. the only thing I'll say is, like, I was rooting for the 49ers, but, like, I'm from – like, I go to school in Portland, right? And right. and and I'm, I'm in Vegas, bro. A lot of people I know are 49ers fans. And the only thing is, bro, they're all just as obnoxious as they – like, 49ers fans, they have this obnoxious Bay Area vibe to them. My homie yeah. Noah and Chris and all you guys listening, because I know you're going to be listening, bro, these guys, just Niners. Any, t- any sliver, any sliver of hope, bro, they're just Niners. Let's fucking Niners. <laughs> And I'm just like, bro, and 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 you know, all things aside, I think I, I root for the Niners and I root for Debo. But like, bro, I I think I don't think Debo's better than Justin Jefferson. And I'm just gonna I'm gonna go I, to my grave with that, bro. I don't either. I don't either. I, I had that conversation with somebody uh, just two days ago. Um, they were asking me like, I'm a big fantasy football guy too. So they're like, where are you taking Debo Samuel? And I was like, I'm not gonna lie, Debo's good. But I'm like, with Trey Lance coming at quarterback, I don't see him getting all the rushing opportunities. I mean, personally, I really – I mean, let's walk on some sensitive water here with those 49ers fans. I do not like Trey Lance. I don't think he's that good. But um, that being said, like, I was like, well, I'm not taking Justin Jefferson over – or I'm sorry, I'm not taking Debo Samuel over Justin Jefferson or Tyreek Hill or no. obviously like Cooper Cub, Devontae Adams – I mean, I wouldn't even take I mean, him over D hop. Yeah. D hop. I mean, D hop had a down year and I'm still taking the upside on D hop. I really am. So, mm-hmm. 
I mean, I mean, some can make the argument. I like DK Metcalf. I think he's going to be better. I mean, I'm probably going to probably going to get myself in trouble with that one. But yeah, that's where I'm at with it. Yeah, dude, especially the 49ers fans. Bro. Yeah, like, they're on cloud nine right now. They're coming for me, guys. So, so they're, yeah, they're like, oh. yeah, cancel culture. Here it comes. No. Um, yeah, cancel culture. I talked to an evolutionary anthropologist who just was totally like shitting on cancel culture. He he worked at Cambridge, so like this guy is credited, bro. Yeah, 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 for like, sure. Like, um, yeah, dude, we're like, you know, back to that. We're living at a weird fucking time, dude. Like, we're living at a time where like credited doctors who have had no like, like all like altercations in their careers have been accredited, have been peer reviewed multiple times and everything they said is true are getting like canceled because of COVID talk. Oh yeah, dude. That's the thing too. Crazy. I know. And it's like, I say, I I, I don't like, I I hate science, but I I believe in it. Like I I totally, I totally feel it. So for those guys who listen, I don't want to go to school for like eight years to do any of that stuff. I mean, Hell, so I give them props and I'm like, I'll listen to them. And it's like, because I mean, it's just like, have you ever thought about another thing too? Like whenever you go to the doctor, like you're just going to take that person's word for it, no matter what. And it's like, I mean, what if that person was like a fraud or something like that and comes out many years later and you're like, I definitely took that guy's advice. I mean, I, I get some weird shit that goes through my head sometimes, but that was one of them. Like, have you ever seen a... No, that's just and, like, I don't mean to interrupt you real quick, but like, that's yeah. crazy because like a couple days ago, the, the, my friend who's a podcast host, he's kind of a mentor to me, was literally, we were talking about that. He was talking, he came on my podcast and he was talking about how, um, like, he's like, the, my, the only thing I have against anti-vaxxers, that's what he was saying, is that whenever you go to the doctor, you do that anyways. You just take their word for it no matter what. Oh. Yeah, like, that's what you do, and I was like, "Huh, I didn't really think about yeah, that." That was my, like, I'm like, I'm like, I don't even know this guy. Yeah, I, I mean, I was like, I talked to him maybe once every so many months, and I'm like, and here I am just doing whatever he tells me to do. Like, I'm like, how am I even supposed to know that? You know? So, you know what's crazy about that is, so I study politics, right? And yeah. I'm a fourth year. I'm about to get a. I'm about literally about to get a bachelor's in a double major in. Um, political science or it's politics and government here and philosophy right yeah. and i'm arguing with people about politics and like th- regulations and things like that and that's the only like place where like a degree has no merit to it like i can say things uh-huh. people, people just talk to me and like they'll say things i'm like that is not true and they're like <laughs> and then i'll be like that's not true like i have all these facts behind me and they like will just discredit what i'm saying like dude I, i'm about to have a degree in this like I, yeah. it's not like i didn't do any research dude, I went to a I, private I university I think the biggest thing is when somebody comes at you with like a stupid opinion, what I've done in the past, I literally just look at them. I'm just like, why? Like, why do you think that? And half the time, none of them can even come up with an excuse. They're just coming up with that because somebody else said it. Bro, it's because they're getting fed it through fucking propaganda on social media. Every single day, dude. Every day. Uh, What do you know about the metaverse, bro? I don't know anything about the metaverse. I'm not going to lie. I've seen stuff about it. And like, so I see like, like, I think, like, that's, like, NFTs and stuff like that. I mean, I know you can take NFTs and stuff like that. I just found out, like, two days ago. But I don't really know much about the metaverse. I'm not going to lie. I haven't really kept up with it. So, I'll know. I'll tell you what I do know because I like talking about this because it's so fascinating. Um, so, NFTs and everything like that, I've learned a little bit about those. And the only thing I'll say about NFTs is I want to start investing, and I think you should, too, because that is, like, no matter what, that shit's going to make you money. Yeah. Bro. 
I have um, started dabbling in that just a little bit. I'm trying to find board bulls, bro. I'm telling you, board bulls. Check it out. Yes. Check it out. I'm, I'm trying. Like I, I've got friends that are close friends that are in it and stuff like that. So I've been mm-hmm. trying to kind of dabble and figure out what I want to do. Um, my cousin's pretty big in the stock market, mm-hmm. stuff like that. So yeah, well, that's what we're talking about. Some money right there, dude. For anyone who's listening right now, it's like it, NFTs. Like all you got to know is that this is what I'll say. So the metaverse is going to be. So I'm going to preface this by saying. We live in a, in, a, in, a, in a real world. We live in the world, right? Mm-hmm. However, a lot of our lives have transformed to the digital world. You are always on your phone. Like, not, you don't have, like a lot of people are like staying off of it and stuff now. But you're always right. on your phone. You're on always on these social media platforms. You have a digital identity. Right, yeah, yeah. And what that's been doing is creating these algorithms that create a digital version of you. Know what you like, know what you don't like, things like that. All the metaverse is, is you tapping into that person and creating a character for yourself and you're living you're using crypto you're having nfts on your walls and things like that and all nfts and all these crypto things are are assets that you acquire to use in the digital world that's going to be created in the next few years half the life is going to be lived online and and people are like that's crazy that will never happen yeah but it's not all of your kids and everything like that already live online you might even live online you know like You play Fortnite. You play all these things. You buy skins. Yeah. You pay for Call of Duty. You do. You pay for Madden. You pay for Ultimate Team. You pay for yeah, all yeah. this stuff. It's not that crazy. All it is now is you're going to be putting on glasses, and it's gonna, and, and, and you're gonna see it now. That's the only difference. And all NFTs are are ass digital assets that you can use to have currency and cryptocurrency in the digital world. So all it really is is like, how did people start making a lot of money in reality? They started buying artwork. That's how the first people got like super fucking rich. So what yeah. are they doing now? They're buying NFTs, which are digital artworks. So that in the real world, I mean, in the digital world, they can be rich. They're buying islands. Yeah. They're buying all this stuff. And so all these things are, are assets for people to acquire so that in the couple years when metaverse is a thing and it's not, a, it's not just glasses or an Oculus Rift, it's a fucking chip. All they're doing is they're, they're acquiring all this wealth so that when, when we are inevitably, inevitably, I can't even speak, inevitably <laughs> fucking merged with uh, AI, that they have some currency there. It's fucking freaky, bro. Yeah, that's a little weird. That's a little weird. I'm not going to lie. I'm not yeah, going to lie. Dude. I never thought I would live to see the day where somebody spends thousands of dollars on a freaking JPEG, bro. Like, I, 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 would, I would make JPEGs and like little crap like that when I was in computers class in fourth grade. I never thought anybody would ever pay thousands of dollars for something like this. Mm-hmm. Well, it's the only thing that I, I understand about NFTs is that trading and like assets and the worth of something right. is all dependent on what you spend for it, right? For sure. For sure. If somebody tells you that something is worth a lot of money, like, because here's the thing the people who are, I, I've been fucking DMing this goddamn. CEO and if they, all he does is like invest in NFTs and I want him to come on the podcast so bad. I'm going to get him one of them. I'm going to get one hey, of them. Hey, he's listening right now. Come on the podcast. Come on. I'm saying Stop. bro, Bobby, I'm going to get one of them because like, first off I'm dope, but second off, um, I need to, I need to be like, cause I know a little bit and I know enough to like educate people who don't know anything. Right. Right. I need to know like if I need to start paying money for these things, you know, like, like yeah, do I need to start, forking out you know should i start investing my content money for that shit you know um but yeah dude like all i'm thinking is like the only thing that like only way i understand the metaverse is because like did you play fortnite when it was super fucking big oh my gosh dude did i play fortnite dude that was my life 
for like a solid year, year and a half. Bro. 2017 was the year that I graduated. And so oh, I was okay. in high You graduated in 2017? I did. I graduated in 2018. Yeah, so. yeah. See, so when I was in high school, when this thing was popping off, so here's my, here's my routine. I go home. All right, I go to school. I go to practice. I'd come home from practice. I'd play Fortnite. Four, play for all nine, hours bro. of the night. Dead go to ass. bed. Wake up. Repeat every single day, dude. Bro. Every day. It was my routine. Fortnite religiously. I loved yeah. it so much. And like, but here's my but here's my point about the whole thing is yeah, maybe you played solo to do the challenges and to level up, but most of the time you're with your friends playing squads or duos, right? I can't play games by myself. That's what I'm saying, bro. I have to play with friends. And that's my point, bro. If the only thing I understand about the metaverse is, especially for like kids, bro, when you're with your friends, regardless of if you're person in, in person or not, that's all that matters, bro. Playing video games. So now all it's going to be is like you're going to be animated. It's like, it's like World of Warcraft or Fortnite. It's the same shit, except it's your person and you can yes. see them and, and interact with them. And so what we like what I understand about that is one is like for kids and everything like that the, the only thing I can think is like you can have all these friends that you had on Xbox and stuff and you can be literally kicking it with them in the metaverse and like hang out and stuff and so that would be fun you know if you can't cool. like your parents live in different like let's say you move across the world right you like yeah. and you can't hang out with your friends um anymore like in person you got the metaverse and that's the only thing i understand but the, the second thing is dude imagine how fucking dope this podcast would be is if we have these oculus riffs on and we're sitting in a fucking digital studio and we're actually there and i'm actually seeing you that'd be crazy if see I that's what i want to do bro yeah that'd be crazy that's the only thing i want to do is i want to invest in my own little studio shit and i'm like all right look to come on a podcast all you have to have all you have to have you don't even have to fly to me all you have to have is an oculus rift headset and, yeah. and by that point, and by that point, it's gonna be big enough to where it's like iPhones. Everyone's gonna have them. I bet you. Everyone's gonna have them. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. And, and I don't. I don't think they're gonna be like the actual big ass shit. No, I don't. In think like so ten either. years, they're gonna be like glasses, bro. You yeah, them. I think you're right. Yeah. With the way they're technology, and you think about how like how there's some stuff out there that we still might even just be limited on technology with. Mm-hmm. Like we're just not quite there yet. So, like mm-hmm. for example, I'm a big computer nerd. So like video cards and stuff like that. I freaking love it. I'm all for the graphics and stuff like that on games and everything inside of PCs and everything like that. I just think for graphics cards right now, we are just capped. Like, I don't feel like it's going to get as good as we want it to because we're limited technology-wise. It's going to take a few years before we can get there. Yeah, I wonder about uh, – because, like, I watched and I reacted to Mark Zuckerberg talking about the um, metaverse. And first off, that guy is a fucking robot bro yeah it's he, ridiculous have you seen his movie and stuff like that on netflix mm-hmm. dude? yeah dude. like if that's anything true that guy is just dude stupid. it's got to be true because like he like when people say he's a lizard person you just laugh but like you watch him you're like that guy is not like he's like a npc bro like he like he like yeah. he was talking <laughs> he was talking in his fucking video and his hands were just like up here have you ever seen Tag- talladega nights yeah Bro, you know when Bo- Ricky Bobby can't put his hands down, bro? Yeah, just- That's how fucking Mark Zuckerberg was in this video, bro. His hands were just up doing like – like he wasn't like talking and animated. and Like, like moving his hands and stuff like that? But like he was just like – like they were just like here and he was like moving it like this. And it's like they someone told him to like move his hands when he talks and that's like what he thinks it is. That guy is crazy, bro. Wow. But like um, I was saying something about uh, meta – fuck, dude, I forgot. Something about the metaverse. Um, shit. We were on track. Metaverse. Mark Zuckerberg talking about how smart he was. Smart he was. Yeah, like, so I think, like, in the next couple of years, um, 
the glasses and, and, and shit will be like super dope. But I just worry that like, I worry that they're, they're trying to hide something. Like, why are you trying to make everyone like, I mean, I know it's for money and all that stuff. And like, we can't like be mad about big tech if we're not mad about big pharma. Right. Like oh, yeah. you're sitting here, we're sitting here talking about like, like everyone talks about big tech and how their influence is and how it's fucked up the kids and everything. It was like, bro, big pharma has been horrible for so long, dude. Oh yeah. They and influence everything, dude. They and, and the shit that's so crazy, bro, that we allow is that we allow people, we allow the people to create, who create laws and regulations to make money off of big pharma. Like yeah, that dude. shit is crazy, bro. That's messed up. That really is. That's messed up. That's messed up. You, you know about Pelosi and her husband and insider trading and everything like that, right? Oh my gosh, dude. Do I? Do I? Yeah. Don't even get me started on Pelosi. Yeah, that's a that's a messed up thing. So. Oh you know, yeah, and like for everyone who doesn't understand, like everyone's listening, like Pelosi, her Pelosi's husband has made million hundreds of millions of dollars off of regu- regulations that Pelosi has put in place, basically. And yeah. basically, every politician you see significant others of them or people that are close to them insider like they trade based on the knowledge that politicians have and like a lot of them it's their significant others and a lot of them it's it's the liberal significant others who are white straight men who all these people demonize these 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 corrupt bastards are not your friends these guys are corrupt bitches who all they care about is money and 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 um and uh, oppression of us like all they want is to keep you down so that all they do is make money and like if you really think this is a pandemic of the unvaccinated you're a part of this like whole indoctrination it's not this is a this is a pandemic and it's killing a lot of people but the reason they want you to get vaccinated is because all the money they invested in it and all the money they're getting off of it oh yeah you know who's who's um an investor of of uh, Pfizer, Doctor Fauci. Your guys yeah, is dad. Exactly. You see, like that's the thing is like why you see so many like COVID patients and everything like that in the hospital. I saw a thing with Doctor Fauci where he literally literally said on the news like if a kid goes in with a broken leg to the emergency room, he's automatically tested for COVID and listed as a COVID patient, even though he's not going in there for symptoms of COVID or anything like that, because it's like you said, of the big pharma and the money that they're going to make off of it. That's why they list everybody as COVID patients and everything like that. You know, it's crazy to my friend, Julian Doria, again, he was talk, telling me about how he had to take the monoclonal antibodies and it was because he knows a super rich doctor and the doctor was like, all right, you got to go here. And it was basically like, they took him in a dungeon of the fucking hospital and, and it was super, super sketchy. And then he got it and then he was all better, but it's like, holy fuck, oh, dude. dude, this dude. is like magic gold for COVID this and NAD drips, which is what Dana White and, and um, yeah, 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 yeah. I did that for COVID. I did first off. So I'm going to start over by saying I had COVID, but it was like, if I had symptoms, I had very small symptoms. The yeah, only yeah, thing yeah. I felt was I, we had COVID, we were positive and my girlfriend felt bad, but she had, she's unvaccinated. She had NAD twice because her parents, her mom and her mom's husband are, um, the IV technicians. That's what they do. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so she had NAD twice and she felt better in two days, bro. Two days was perfectly wow. fine. That day we go out because I never had symptoms. I didn't have any symptoms. I was fine. We go out though and I'm playing mini basketball hoop on, on like at um her sister's yeah. house and I'm playing on the mini basketball hoop. And but I just felt off. Like I'm just dead, bro. Like after playing mini basketball and I'm yeah. dead, bro. And I'm like, <clears throat> I feel bad, bro. And I was cutting weight. So I just didn't have that much symptom. I, I was just dead. And so the next day I woke up and I was still kind of like out of it. I got NAD drip, 
better, bro. Felt a hundred percent. And I didn't feel bad. Like I didn't have, I'm vaccinated and I didn't have that many symptoms. Like I really didn't. Um, however, I got the NAD. She got the NAD. She's unvaccinated. Got it twice and was perfectly fine. In the yeah. And see, that's my thing too, was I, I had COVID a while back, but it was so asymptomatic. Like I had like a sore throat, but it was like asymptomatic. My symptoms were not crazy. Mm-hmm. I just recently got my second COVID shot recently, my second back, second dose of the vaccine. And bro, when I tell you that thing messed me up, it put me on my ass is what it did. Like I was chilling with like a 102 fever. I was just dog tired. I couldn't leave my bed. Like I was like, if this is what COVID is, man, F this, like it messed me up, dude. Yeah. It's crazy because like, like I had very, like if I had, I didn't have like, I was very asymptomatic or I had very small symptoms, but all my friends, bro, they lost their taste. Like who got it near me? Yeah, yeah, stuff, yeah. They lost their taste. They had like a cold and they had Omicron, which is like a, basically a cold, uh-huh. but I just didn't lose my taste. I didn't have any symptoms. Yeah. I'm just like, yeah, same. this shit is so weird, bro. Same. Dude, I it's never so lost weird. my taste or my, I never trust, lost my taste or smell once. Like, and that's why it's did, dangerous. It was like a couple days. Yeah. So. And that's the only reason I will say it's dangerous, and especially to like your loved ones who are older. Like that's the only reason I would say it's dangerous. Right. It's like, bro, like it's so weird and so like different. Like people, people could get it. I know people who have had cancer who got it and didn't right. die, and then people who are fine, healthy wise, and they and they die. Right. What I See, don't like, and what I before you say this, just yeah, go ahead, go ahead. we uh were. I was talking to the virologist and I kind of grilled him the second time because I was like, "All right, bro, we're not gonna sit here and do this shit. I want to know the answers." I said what's more important, the vaccine or being healthy? And he goes, that's a fucking loaded question. Like, obviously you can't sit here and talk about being healthy, about the vaccine and everything if you're not healthy, right? Um, it, it, we should be pushing health just as much as the vaccine. He's, I think, in the minority at this point. Like, he studies viruses and vaccines and he's so fucking smart. His name's Kenan Hutchinson. You guys should go check out, first off, my two episodes with them. They're both insane. They're very, they're very, the second one especially is very, like, like intense, you know, because it's yeah, like yeah, right yeah. in the heart of the pandemic. He's a virologist. I'm kind of grilling him, <clears throat> but uh, we, uh, you should also follow him just for information. But like, dude, those people, if they're not in doc, like talking super liberal ideology, like they're getting canceled, and it's so crazy. These oh, guys yeah. are these are the professionals, bro. Who's these people they dedicate their lives yeah. to vi- studying yes. viruses, bro. It's insane, dude. Yeah, and that's the thing is, like, I think what sucks is when people don't hear what they want to hear, then this is cancel, cancel culture. Mm-hmm. That's all it is. Um, the funny thing about me is, I'm actually, believe it or not, I'm a diabetic. So, ninety five percent genetic for me. So. Are you type when one? I got, huh? Are you type one? Type one. Type one, yeah. Type one. So I'm a type one diabetic, but when I got COVID, it was like, it's kind of like, and I have asthma as well. I've kind of grew up with it, never really outgrew it, but here I am. But when I got it, it was like a, like an oh frick kind of thing, you know, mm-hmm. like this guy has COVID and I'm like, I got asthma and diabetes, but it's like, I didn't really, I didn't really feel anything, you know, which now I'm vaccinated. So everything's fine. It is what it is, but I, I totally see what you're saying on those people with those underlying conditions and those older people and everything like that. Those are the ones that I feel like we truly have to worry about, but that's kind of a, that's kind of cool. I need to go back and listen to that episode that you have with that guy on there because that sounds like a super good thing. And then I'm, I'm a huge research and numbers kind of guy too. So I would like to listen to something like that. You know, it's crazy. Like, so that one blew up on TikTok about me and him talking. Like it, it did pretty well. The numbers about like you know when the first vaccines are rolling out, and, and this is like him talking like from the like I'm talking February 2020, like 
2021 bro like this is like like, early bro and um i posted a little later like june and that's why it kind of fucking yeah uh, crazy thing is like my so my friend he's like really good family friend of mine he passed away in the unfortunately in the vegas shooting um and sorry to hear that that's a must have been tough but no yeah um you know their family's doing a lot better and you know everyone in the, in the city but like the city kind of like the, one of the one of the coolest things that i've ever seen in my life or one of the most like cr- like just like supportive things was was what happened with the golden knights we, we the golden knights became a team right after the shooting and they went to the stanley cup bro and yeah. i was talking about i was like if they would have won the stanley cup been one of the best 30 for 30s of all time oh yeah it's um, just like the miracle on ice and stuff mm-hmm. like that like, it yeah been with it. but yeah dude so he passed away unfortunately and he was a type 1 diabetic and I think I always, and it just made me think about him, but I just always think about like, if I woke him up right now, like if, we, if somehow he was revived and you could just talk to him and be like, yo, this is what's been going on for the last like five years. Like he'd be like, I'm like, what? You know, like, yeah, like dude, that would be a lot to process for somebody. If you just totally unfolded it. To yeah. Him. You'd be like, well, I'm going to start Nick Foles beat Tom Brady in he was an Eagles fan too. So I'd start with that. Nick Foles on the Eagles beat Tom Brady in the Super Bowl. Uh, LeBron won in a COVID bubble on the Lakers. Uh, Kobe Bryant passed away in a helicopter crash. Uh, COVID has now just turned the world upside down and people are going to start living in a digital reality in a couple of years. Like, That's an, it's just like, like you gotta what? Like seriously? Like yeah, it, like I would um I would see the tweets like if you wake someone up from 2016 or 2017 and you showed them these pictures, like they would be freaked out right now. Like oh you, yeah, yeah, dude, that's what I'm saying. Like that's every, every time I think about him, every time someone like one of those pictures um comes up, and I'm just thinking, I'm like, dude, nobody like even Kobe and like Juice World, they don't know what COVID was. No, none of them that's do. Crazy, dude. That's and what's it's crazy. Like, and another thing that's crazy to me is actually how long COVID's been around too. Yeah. Like, we're coming on what? You're number two? Number two of COVID? No, dude. I think three? it's like three and a half. Three? Yeah. Like, see, that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. we've been dealing this with this for so long. It's like, think about this. Three years ago, you never had to question walking out in public and seeing anybody without a mask. It was just, but now you literally can't go anywhere. And I promise you, you can't go anywhere without seeing somebody with a mask on. I it's, think Florida is one of the only places. Yeah, yeah. So I'm like, it's just like, it's the yeah. new norm, you know? And like most workplaces are requiring it now and everything like that. Like it's, it's a new norm. And I, I hate it. I really do. I yeah, hate yeah. people with masks and everything like that. And we're young, dude. Like, like we're young and like, and you're, and you have these underlying conditions, but you're young and you're healthy and like, and I'm not going to say that nobody young has died or anything, but young people have also died from the vaccines and no one's talking about that either. You know, there is right. a risk to both. Exactly. And yeah, dude, it's, I just want life to be life, dude. Like I'm like, I, my whole college career has got fucked over, bro. Oh my gosh, dude. I can't even imagine. Like, I just want, I just want life to be like 2017 again when I was in oh high school. God, yeah, bro. Fortnite was in its prime. I mean, hey, Tilted is back, motherfucker. Tilted is back, boy. Hey, I've Tilted's been on Fortnite. I've me been too, on bro. Fortnite. Hey, I'm going to DM you after this. Add me, bro. I, I will add you. We will play. I've been yeah. on Fortnite. I am totally trash because I totally, like, just. Me too, got bro. Rid of the game. Yeah, I'm me too. Of all, I brought everything in, but. But Tilted's back, back, bro. Yeah, we're back, dude. I'm Tilted's back. back. I'm ready to freaking roll. I'm ready to roll. Hey, if Tilted's back, mask got to go, motherfucker. Yeah, yeah, come on. We're, we're bringing back 2017. We're speaking yeah. to the existence. Put it in the universe. We're coming back right now. Yeah, bro. Ass. And like the thing that 
thing that scares me about the future is like, I like it, it's looking like we're going to World War Three soon, sooner rather than later, right? With like Russia's probably going to invade Europe and China's going to back them, and we're going to sit here fucking not knowing how to put our pants on, right? And dude, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. so sad because like Russia and China, this is all they wanted, bro. Like. All you want is for America to be dysfunctional, bro. We're so scary when we're united, bro. Dude, and look and at like, this. Yeah, and like, and, I mean, lack of a better word, we're just a bunch of pussies, right? Bro, now. dead ass. And honestly, say what you want about Trump. Putin and Xi Jinping were so afraid of him, bro. Dude, they were. They were. They hated him, bro. Yeah, that was the thing about Trump was you can like him or not, but that guy Jeez. put some fear in the Dude, he, Everybody he looked at him like, hey. Amer- like, and like, yeah, he had a bad, he had some problems, but he had the America behind him, bro. He was oh, scary, dude. bro. That was, and like, like, and people, people looking like, I am not messing with Donald Trump in America. I'm mm-hmm. not. Because and now he, they're like, fuck yeah, I'm messing with Yeah, him. like that was the guy who truly backed it, bro. Like he yeah. said, I'm doing it. And he's like, yeah. and he, he meant it too. And you knew he meant it. So we lost all of that, I feel like. We're just a total, like, joke right now. Yeah, and I think, you know, people always say, like, can we get it back? And, you know, they always, like, try to – media wants to – media has always been, like, ran on fear. And so I don't like really what they say and everything like that because, like, I don't really agree with everything. I think that the only way to get it back is it's going to go back, like, how it how it always works. 2022, they're going to – they're going to elect mostly Republicans into the Senate. Like they, like they always do. They're going to flip flop. Yeah. 2024, someone like DeSantis or someone's going to win. And then it's going to be back to kind of steady, like steadiness. People are going to still like fucking shit on everyone, but it's going to be like someone like who's competent is going to be in office again. And someone who's not as like contradiction, like as Trump, you know? And so the only thing is, dude, they were comparing Trump to Hitler for a while. And Trump was not the greatest of guys, but he wasn't Hitler. Clearly. It wasn't, I mean, you know what I'm saying? If you, if you look at it from a country standpoint, I feel like Donald Trump helped our country a lot. Yeah. And people don't want to give him credit for that though. Nobody does. No. Nobody does. And the only thing I'll say about him is like, well, I'm going to preface this by saying Twitter lets porn on their account and they banned the president of the United States. Yeah. That's Are you fucked up, bro. Yeah. Like, and see, that was, that was where it was kind of like a red flag for me. Like, I'm like, you're going to ban Donald Trump off of Twitter. But like, it's like you said, like, so if, if you have to draw a line somewhere, yeah. so it's like, if you're going to ban the president, then there is also this many other people you have to ban behind him. And that's where I was. I'm with you, like the media and everything. Like, I'm like, I just, I can't listen to it because it's just so biased now. I, th- I do think that's why Jeff Bezos, I'm not Jeff Bezos, um, Jack Dorsey stepped down though. It's because like, truly, I don't think he, like, he's like obviously a billionaire and there's a lot to go with that. But I don't think he really knew, had any effect on what was going on at Twitter, you know? Oh yeah. And he was, but he was the face and getting all the shit. So like, he was like, I can't deal with this anymore. I don't he put, you know, I think he, I think he like, probably makes still a shit ton of money off of Twitter oh, yeah. because he's like the, he was the like he created it but like I don't think he like I, I don't I don't think he could be the face anymore Dude. and like that's the thing like for me dog I never want to be a CEO of a company oh not like right. that bro no dude like think about that like Jack Dorsey like it's like you said he probably had no control over any of that yet here he is catching all the hate for it because yeah. solely because he's the CEO and it's like you if you're a CEO, you think about it, like if there's any mistakes that happen or anything like that happens, it's, it's on you, bro. It's all coming on you. And so it's like, even if it wasn't your mistake, if you didn't do anything wrong and somebody messed up, you're the CEO and it's coming back on your name. Yeah, no, exactly. And 
That's why, like, if you're going to own, like, a company, it better be, like, a company that is out of the media. Because here's the thing. Do you know how many CEOs there are of big oil companies that nobody attacks, bro? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you're talking about, you're talking shit about all these, like, yeah, big tech and fuck those guys, honestly. But, like, Uh dude, big oil is worse. Yeah, dude. Yeah, dude. And, like, one thing I never understood was, I okay, here's the thing that I I, I just, I don't understand. Um, Why... When a Republican is in office, gas prices and everything like that go down. But then you get a Democrat in office, and it seems like every time a Democrat's in office, gas prices shoot up and they shut down pipelines and stuff like that. I definitely have the answer to that. And be, from, a, from a guy who studied politics and government for four years, so if you're listening to this and you want to be like, no, it's not why, you're a fucking idiot. Um, <laughs> it's because um, they – place high regulations on carbon emissions and um oil pipelines which creates gasoline which is creates higher gas prices because it's um it's green initiatives is what it is um the thing i under like i am totally for like saving the planet and everything like that i just don't want to sacrifice because the people who hurt are poor people when prices of gas prices of like obviously all transportation um food prices and and water prices that when those go up poor people hurt the most exactly like they don't care about the environment. They just care about like getting to work and feeding their kids, you know? Yeah, um, no, yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah, and so the only thing like I'm totally for these regulations, but the only people they tend to hurt is poor people and they only tend to help politicians and rich people. So it seems like no one's really helping anybody, right? No, it's the thing. I just don't see a point. I really don't. I mean, for me anyways, being a young guy like I am, it's like, I mean, I hate paying a bunch of money to gas pump. I really do. Yeah. And like I said, I'm all for saving the planet and everything like that, but there's just there's got to be a balance there somewhere. What are your gases in Missouri like? Gas prices? Um, so probably not as crazy as some other places. I think I pay like 309 for gas right now. What is it normally though? Okay, so I'm not like trying to take this to a political thing, but like when Trump was in office, I think gas prices were like down to like a dollar twenty five. Yeah, see, like... We're literally, like, over double, almost triple. Yeah, I think that's yeah. everywhere because, like, California is, like, $5 plus. Uh, yeah. Oregon here is, like, 4 or something. Nevada is, like, 4 or something. And Nevada is usually, like, 2-something. And Oregon is yeah. usually, like, high 3s, like, low 3s. Yeah. That's like, what, whenever Trump is in office, it's $1.25. And I literally yeah, right. have a tweet on my Twitter that is somewhere there where it's, like, rest in peace, the $1.25 gas prices. Yeah, and, yeah and that's because of his mercantilism policies which basically means mercantilism is basically like country first kind of like country like his america first policies those are called mercantilist policies um and so those that's because of that because like he was all america first and everything like that so those those things they help domestic um jobs and they help domestic uh um prices and things like that which is weird because like like yeah we've been like kind of like now we're not even really anything it's just kind of like fuck domestic people and fuck like international like usually what happens is like um like republicans take that mercantilist approach and they're like all right america first and donald trump was really the first person to do it like really that heavy but usually democrats are like no international free trade that's what we're built on you know we help other countries you know and so but like we're not really like that anymore we don't really help anybody anymore so like where the fuck is money going bro like we don't and so the thing is like we can help other countries but nobody's i I don't don't feel like anybody's gonna help us i mean at being the united states i feel like you just have a huge target on your back 
personally, because everybody knows that this is the greatest country in the world. Yeah, bro. Uh, you know, I would like to agree with you on that, but I don't, right now we're not, I don't think. I think we should, I don't think there is a great, like, I think, like, if you're going to say greatest country, like, the most powerful countries are, like, villains. They're evil people. It's like Russia yeah. and China are, like, the most powerful, but they're just fucking, they suppress their own people, and, like, but they're the most powerful. Like, the greatest country, like, it's probably one of those small Europe, Western countries. And like, but like, do you see what's happening in Europe right now? And no one's talking about it, dude. They're having riots about these vaccine mandates and no one's talking about it, bro. Yeah. They're rioting in the streets about being like, because they know what mandates happen after mandates happens totalitarianism. Americans don't know about totalitarianism because they don't know about the 20th century, bro. Europe knows about Hitler, Stalin, Mao, I guess Mao is Asian. Yeah, they know about the worst. They know about Napoleon. They know about the worst totalitarian leaders of all time. America knows nothing about that. And so I saw this thing about, like, I'm, I'm not a big Tucker Carlson fan, but he had this lady on who's from Europe. She was talking about, like, the vaccine um, uh, riots. And, and, and she was saying, like, they're rioting because they know what these mandates mean. They mean totalitarian regimes within five years. Yeah, exactly. And see, that's the thing is I think what I can kind of see from like, and I guess I, I could be uneducated in a way, but from what I can kind of see, um, it's like you can slowly, slowly pick away rights and take away things until eventually there's none of them left. You can't, obviously you can't take them all away at once, but if you slowly take away one at a time, people are just going to eventually not even realize how much they've lost. And so I think that the, I personally think that a vaccine mandate is a way is like, it's, it's a start to that, mm-hmm. which is why I'll come out and say it. I am all for anybody who wants to get a vaccine. I'm not, I do not agree with anybody who wants a, a vaccine mandate. Yeah. I don't think that's right at all. I think everybody should have their own freedom of choice and everything like that. And so I know there's going to be a lot of arguments and counter arguments that, but it's like, I totally, I totally see what you're saying where all that totalitarianism comes in and, that's not what I want for America. No, me neither, man. Well, man, this has been a great conversation. Is there anything you want to finish on? Um, no, I appreciate you having me on. This is an absolute blast. Um, I love having conversations and stuff like this. So um, if you ever want to do something like that in the future, again, just let me know. I'm always open to it. You have a great podcast and a great thing going here. So I yeah. really appreciate it. Thanks, man. Yeah, it's all, I, you know, after it like kind of became a show, you know, like I said, I kind of accidentally did it. I, I, I thought like, what do I want? What do I want this to be? And I, and this is exactly the, like, I can't describe it. You know, when, when I came on, I was kind of trying to like, it's like, there's no really structure to it. It would just kind of happen. That's like just having the conversation is the only way to describe it. You know, it's undescribable. It's a great experience. Um, so yeah, dude, uh, um, thanks again. Uh, yeah, definitely want to do it again, bro. And also add me, Add my epic name so we can play for it, bro. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Shoot me a DM after this. I will, bro. Episode number 90 with Hunter Jones. Dude, what a fucking dope dude. Like I said in this episode, this conversation or these conversations I get to have are so fucking dope. These guys are awesome. All of them. They grow my mind in so many different ways. I'm about to add them on Fortnite later. We're about to fucking get it. Um, subscribe to me at Colin Man's Answers on all streaming platforms and Colin Weirs or Colin Demands on um, all social media. Stay up to date with the show. My YouTube shorts have been going off, so subscribe to me at Colin Man's Answers there for full episodes and more. And as always, ladies and gentlemen, stay demanding. <laughs> <laughs>